Hello everyone, welcome back to the Mindset Pro with Jay Hon. In these podcast episodes, we are discussing different personal professional empowerment tips. So in today's episode, we'll be discussing about the women's solidarity in the workplace. Is the women's solidarity is the real thing, actually. We always think that supporting women, but are they really supporting each other? So today we're going to answer that question. In this specific episode, I will not be the one who is hosting the episode. Uh, I do have two guests who will be deep diving to the topic and uh, discuss this from their own perspectives. These two uh, guests are my ex-colleagues as well as the uh, professional coaches in their industries. Aida Ismailova and Abigail Dolly will be uh, deep diving to this topic and we're going to discuss about if the women are supporting each other. So without any ado, let's dive to the podcast. You know, um, trying to see a different industry 
and realize how much I've actually missed hospitality, so I'm actually back with hospitality and excited. And I totally agree with you when it comes to hospitality, I mean, when it comes to reopening, it's challenging. It you is. Know? It's, it's really challenging and that um, feeling of, when are we gonna open? Are we gonna open? You know, and with a woman, or I mean, as a female, we tend to have that, is my job safe? I mean, even for male, they have that feeling. But we tend to have more, um, I would say, invested in our emotions. Not being emotional, but we tend to see this through and through, right? And also in pre-opening, there's a lot of projects that needs to be done. Indeed. And because of these projects, we tend to, I would say, like, okay, so what am I going to do next? And there will be misunderstanding. And, you know, how do we thrive as a woman? How do we support and I think that's really, really important for me. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm sure with you, that's why we connect so much. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Because uh, the support, it goes not only like as the uh, support of a friend, support of a colleague. So it has to be like as a mental support as well. Because uh, you, you told a very good point uh, in, in sense like, if our jobs are safe, and this comes with a thing, whenever you are in a pre-opening project, definitely your mind tends to overthink, yes. overthinks a lot. And yes. then you're not really sure, especially with the, uh, with the things like, are we open? Are we going to open? When is our opening? And the pressure is on, the pressure is built up. So, and then as women, like women are being more emotional rather than men. Mm -hmm. And uh, so men take those uh, moments in a rather different way mm -hmm. for us like thinking what, what's going on, thinking what was going to happen. Uh, like in my head, I'm, I'm already out, I'm already fired, I'm already like, I don't know, but in fact it did not happen. Yeah. So, and uh, it's, um, it's very important to see that you're being supported and you're being supported, as I said, in a mental way because mentally is something uh, which we learn mm -hmm. because uh, not everybody can understand you, not yes. everybody can relate yes. what you're saying. And uh, I'm, I'm very lucky to have very, very amazing colleagues, ladies, colleagues. So, and uh, I think like we're only one simple wave. Mm -hmm. So we, we know what we're doing, we know what we're gonna do, and we know what we need to do. Mm -hmm. So, and it's very important uh, just to have it all, all done. Actually, I wanna share an example, like when we say women supporting women, when I mentioned about earlier about having a gap year, yeah. um, I work in an industry totally opposite from, I would say, hospitality. I was the receiver, receiving end of hospitality mm -hmm. services, you know, and there were there are a lot of things to take away. I've actually met the best of the best people, and you know who you are. <laughs> you know, I love them. You know, I it. it took me some time to really make the decision of leaving because I really love the people that I was working with. But I know that as a mother, it's really important for me to make choices, you know, yes. to make that choice, to make that bold, um, forget the money. It's all about, I, I wanna focus on, I wanna, I wanna focus on my family, on my two kids. You know, my kids are very young, so I, I, I made that decision. And it was actually interesting because for me to be able, it was an industry where there's more men than women. It was 30% um, women. But what I really love about that organization was the support from each other. 
as a woman. Mm-hmm. And I remember there was a time where I came, I, I came to work so early and around 10 o'clock I was so frustrated because I still have a long, long way to go. And my colleague just came to me and said, hey, are you okay? And she was that a female that, you know, like you can see that there was a care. And I said, yeah, I'm okay. And she just said, if you need anything, let me know. You know, and you know that that's, it's really important. I mean, you know that that was genuine. And I was at that point already wanting to leave. Mm-hmm. You know, I was at that point wanting to hand in my resignation. And I was like, no, I can't because I really, I love the people that I'm working with, you know. On the other side, on the flip side, there was also that competition within each other as a woman, and which is fine, you know, but when you know as a woman, as a mother, and as a fellow mom, you know that that person is already sinking. Yeah. Just it's a matter of, hey, how are you? Wanna talk about it? There was not that, you know, and that was only like, I would say a percentage, 1%, I believe. The rest were just amazing. And it doesn't matter if they were just one of the top people in the in the company and or they were at the bottom. There was that massive support. And for me, I, I thrive in those kind of organization or in that kind of environment where I can really say, wow, I mean, it took me really time to really make that decision. Should I leave? And I had I remember I kept asking my husband, should I really leave? I mean, I really love the people. I really love them here, you know? And he kept, he kept on reminding me the reason why I made the choice of leaving. And yeah. he, he told me, you know, you don't work for them. You work, I mean, you don't work for them in the sense that you don't report to these people. You don't deal with them every day. But I still have the support, you know. And mm-hmm. in hospitality, that's actually rare, right? Sure. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, in hospitality, women compete with each other like crazy. It is. You know, and it, it's great. It's great that we do, comp- we do um, compete but it has to be healthy competition. Yeah. Not like you are doing something to bring somebody down. Yeah, and I remember when I was new to this company, before I had my gap year, I met um, on the same level, you know, not as I mentioned positions, because I don't want to be in a legal battle. <laughs> but just to give everyone an idea, about that. you know. <laughs> but it was, um, I was on my first 30 days, the general manager asked, What's your observation as the head of learning and development? And I gave my feedback. You know, I said, you know, we, we need to work on talent management and succession planning because I feel like people are just promoted here based on longevity, but there's no proper basis as to why this person needs to be promoted. You know, so I, I mentioned that. The GM, as smart as he is, he was reactive. You know, and in in a good way, I would say. You know, he, he meant well. There was nothing wrong with with how he sees it. Like it was of his action. I went back to my office and I got called by my colleague and said, "Why did you throw me under the bus?" And I'm like, "What? How did I throw you under the bus?" I gave my example. I mean, my 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 observation for my first thirty days, and I said, "If we fix this part, we will have no challenging issues in the sense that." These supervisors will be training people, training the bottom. You will not have those issues that you face in hospitality when it comes to right. experience, colleague experience. You know, if we train the right, if you have the right people on top, yeah, you threw me under the bus. And and ever since then, her goal was to never make sure, to make sure I don't get a voice 
on the table. But I'm, I, my, my, my chakra is not black on that part, so I'm very vocal. <laughs> but you know, again, instead of having a discussion like, hey, that's not, that's not how it should be, she could have reacted in such a way where, hey, I understand what's your point, but I think you missed this point. And why don't we talk to the GM about this and say, mm -hmm. yeah, this is what Abby said, this is the data, and this is something we can do together. Rather than, hey, you know what? You throw me under the bus. And from then on, you want to, I would say, mind the French, but screw me for the entire career, yeah. I mean, entire time I'm staying with that company, and I don't think that's right. And that's an example I thought that, as a woman, women not supporting each other. Compared yeah. to that gap year company that I was with, where, where I can say we were really thriving as a woman, mm -hmm. you know, and I'd like to say, you know, one of the, and you know who you are, and I know you're gonna be watching this, She's actually uh, one of the leaders in, in the company that I was in, the gap year. Um, she was a leader and honestly, there were times where I was just so down and she would pick me up and she would like say the right thing and help me how to, to make it happen. You know, and it, despite how busy she was when I have an event or when I have a training, she'll make sure she's there. And yeah. that for me was like, you know, it, it, it's something I will never forget. And you know who you are. I'll talk to you next Amazing. <laughs> yeah, so just to... Um, it's Sorry, I talk too much. No, no, it's all right. It's, it's a beautiful insights which you're taking. It's a, it's a great takeaway. And you know, like everything you're taking and you're learning. It's a, it's a learning cave and uh, experience and pathway, etc. For me, what I want to say as well, that honestly speaking, considering entire hospitality background and experience what I have, mm -hmm. I prefer to work with men. And why? <laughs> Ask me why, Abby. Yes, why? And that's because the thing. Because men are not emotional. Men do are not you have... Are emotional? We, we tend to be emotional. The men are straight like that. Women fluctuate up and down, up and down, up and down. It could be, yes. I don't say anything. But for me, uh, of course, I had fantastic women leaders who I was looking up to and I wanted to become like them. And I have a perfect example, just in the beginning of my period, there was a wonderful lady, absolutely stunning lady. And I was looking up at her and I wanted to be like her mm -hmm. because she was, uh, she was portraying so many skills and uh, she was having so much of experience and she was doing everything so effortlessly. Mm -hmm. And I was looking at her and I was like, wow, how does she manage? Mm -hmm. How does she do those things? While me, I was having here and there and in third place. So I started to look up at her and she was amazing, amazing boss. And I was literally enjoying my time being with her because not only did I learn from her, she, she was literally giving me a support. Mm -hmm. And uh, when I was growing up further in my career, this is when I saw that women tend to have a competition with you. For example, if you are on a certain level, then you are going on the ladder higher, then there is an obstacle. And it's not an obstacle in terms of the career phase. There's an obstacle in, 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 in the face of your colleague. Yeah. And your colleague, instead of supporting you and being on your side, she is just, as you nicely said, putting me under the bus mm -hmm. and doing everything to showcase that what I did was wrong and she was the smart pants. Mm. So, and this is something which I did not like. Mm 
Instead of talking to me, she was just doing the things which I found inappropriate. Why? And my questions were all the time, why are you doing this? Why are you trying to showcase yourself better than somebody else? So it's like, do you try to prove yourself to the management or what? Like, aren't we one team? So it's just like this kind of behavior, it's really unattractive. And, uh, but what to do, you know, like, uh, we, we can't change people, we can't change the mentality of the people. It could be culture, it could be competition, it could be something else. Because what I noticed as well, that if a woman is more prettier, and there is something like goes, she's more fancier, more prettier, the other people, especially the other ladies, they look at her and they envy. And then it starts to have this kind of unhealthy balances. Like they start to put so much of negativity in, in that person. Why? Because she's a little bit prettier than you? Or because she is having uh, more uh, attention from the management? Or what? And this is what I see. And people just like, especially the girls, when they go there, and if their boss is a pretty lady, they will try to do everything like, oh, she is such and such, huh? She's giving me so much of work. She is useless. Well, like, yeah. seriously? The stereotype. Absolutely. And then, oh, she doesn't have brains, she just has a beauty. Mm -hmm. I mean, honestly, that's so true. Like, you know, now that I, you mentioned it, you know, physical attributes plays a big role also in the competition between women. I must say, though, you're not the tallest of people. <laughs> but, and, and I remember this when I used to work in the ships. You know, one of my colleagues, um, he used to be the chief purser, he's like the number two in, on board, I mean, in terms of cocktail management. And he used to tell me, like, Abby, sometimes I feel like you're the tallest person. You have this this confidence that I don't understand where you're getting it from, you know? But he meant it yes. in that way. I mean, in a positive way. And I always say to myself, look, Girls can have the Coca-Cola body, the bottle, they can yeah. have the perfect body, they can have the perfect fit. But I always have this belief in me that if you can't carry on a conversation, it's what's the point of having those? You know? What I'm trying to point out is I totally agree. There is that um, I would say stereotype. I think from us receiving uh, looking at that kind of stereotyping, like if that boss is so pretty and they would keep on comparing. I think it goes back to validation right. to ourselves, to building that confidence because I'm not the tallest person in the planet. In fact, I always make sure that my 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 height is not a hindrance to the success that I would be that I should have, you know. And what I do, I I don't seek validation as mm -hmm. a woman. I mean, maybe when I was younger, I really do, I did, but when as I become a mom, nothing else matters but my kids and my sanity and my my I would say my mental health yeah. as, a, as a woman because I need to portray this to my two girls, you know? And it, it goes yeah. back to um, us seeking validity, True. you know? And I think the gap here that I had in hospitality, which I totally get where you're getting uh, coming from, Ida, like there's a lot of stereotypes on pretty, on beautiful, on, on being fancy right. and being this. And honestly, that gap here taught me so much, you know, that I was the first, I think I was one of those few people that actually had in a resignation and say, hey, you know what? My family is so more important and because they're important for me as a female, not because I want to be like, or subjected to anything, but I made a stand. Yes. 
and everyone that I was in in the company was like, whoa, I just stood for yourself. Yeah, and they were shocked because first I'm Asian, and you know how it is in the Middle it East. Is. You're Asian. You need to to be thriving all the time. You need to make sure that you need to prove your worth. Like as an Asian, you have three obstacles already. Like being an Asian, I'm short. I'm a female. Yeah. But I don't see that as a hindrance for me because I don't need validation. Right. You know, I'm confident with my own skin. I'm confident with what my physical attributes are. I don't have to be the prettiest, but I can carry a conversation. And I can have genuine, straightforward, worldly. I'm, I'm bragging now, but you know, because <laughs> I do read a lot. I'm a cute in that sense. You know, I don't have to have the best Christian Dior. But yeah, I like fancy stuff, but I don't have to be all the time fancy. And that does not define me. Um, I mean, we've been talking about a lot about women um, supporting each other and what are the challenges that you even at some point prefer working with a man in an industry of men because it's it's easier, it's emotionless centered. And although you had somebody that you look up to when you started your career, which is a great thing, right? Yeah. It's, it's pretty inspiring. Now, you've been in the industry for quite some time. Right. What are your challenges as a single? I mean, when I say single, it doesn't mean you don't have you're not committed to a relationship. It's more of single woman in a corporate world or in the hospitality world. What are the challenges? Well, it's actually a very, very good question, Abby, and thank you for bringing it up. So. Yes, uh, despite having the uh, very nice um, role model as a woman, I prefer to still work with men because, uh, as I mentioned, they're less emotional and it's very easy to communicate with men and it's easy to make the things with men rather than women because uh, as women we have a lot of decisions which we have to take, we're multitasking, but with a man, if you say something, it's getting done very easy, straightforward, tuck, 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 done. So, and uh, men tend to be more rational, and uh, it's uh, indeed very, very easy to work with men. So, and as a challenge, what I may think of, uh, before, uh, when I was in my junior positions, I didn't know how to prioritize my time. And, I, uh, like, because I was a woman, and because I was, uh, and I'm still single, so it's just, uh, just to prove myself, to prove my worth. So that uh, my managers, my bosses, my uh, general managers, they would look up at me and say, the girl is doing something, you know, like, and what I used to do, I wanted to take lots of projects, I wanted to take uh, many responsibilities, to, just to prove myself, to prove my worth, that first of all, a girl coming from some of uh, ex-Soviet Union uh, country, like, uh, like, from unknown country, so, and then who the hell she is, right? So it's just like, all the time to validate myself, to have an approval, to have an external approval, mm -hmm. and then uh, just to prove a, like self-worth to, mm -hmm. like, to a world which is corporate world dominated by male. Yeah. Honestly speaking, because uh, women, they are not being looked at the same level as men. Mm -hmm regardless of the position and then again like and there are certain things me as a single woman there, there are some uh, uh, ladies who have children who have families and then they can be disregarded as well you know like uh, as me as a single woman i have different challenges and mamas have different challenges as well so and uh, we just need to see how we can 
uh, work those things out and how can we support each other. So counter question to you, Abby, <laughs> that being a mama, is it really challenging for you uh, to balance off family, the work, the pressure, especially the time when kids are at a very tender age, you know, when, when your mind and your brain is only thinking about your baby and you have to ask for the permissions to go early. You have to ask for the approvals to, to leave the work or just to take a sick leave or something because your child is sick and you cannot compromise your child's health. Mm -hmm. So that's why like in, in my previous uh, work experiences, mamas were not prioritized mm -hmm. to be on some senior job roles because of only this thing, mm -hmm. that mama will always be focused on her baby and she will not be fully committed to the work. Actually, that's a very good point. I have three examples, <laughs> <laughs> like I normally do. Uh, for me as a mom, it's it's pretty challenging, specifically, not because of anything. It's to create a balance, you know, because I love to be part of a community. I love being a mother. I also like to like, look after myself. So where do I create that balance? For me, um, I'm just grateful that we are in a country where uh, I would say having hired help is pretty unworthy, mm -hmm. you know, and it's important for me that the help that I have at home actually understands where I stand as a mother that hey, kids are priority, cleaning is great, but kids are priority for me, play with them, that's all I'm asking. So it's setting that boundary as a mother. Second, when you said something about as a mom, like especially if the kids are not well, um, I've actually been so lucky that I've had bosses Ever since I became a mom, when I used to work in a hotel back in before my gap year, I actually was lucky that he, when I tell him my, my child's not well, and there was a time where I had a help where she went to the toilet, the child went yeah. down, I mean, fell on the floor. I called my, my boss, my GM, and I said, hey, my child, I need to bring her to the hospital because she fell and there was like a big lump on her yeah. head. And he was like, yeah, please let me know how to stay up, how to stay up there. Yeah. You know, so he had that, I, I was lucky enough. In, during my gap year, um, I also had that opportunity where I actually work with somebody who looks after when I, because it's really important for me that the boss I'm working with or um, the boss I'm reporting to is actually a dad. Yeah. Because then they will understand. understand. So I've been lucky because my previous boss, he was also, um, if he knows that my kid is not well, go home. What are you doing here? Mm -hmm. You know, he has that because he's a dad. Yeah. Of course, from a mother also, the challenges is from within. Because I would be like, should I tell him? Should I tell them that I'm... Because I don't want them to think that, hey, your mom exactly. is your baby sick. Your, your kid's always sick. You're always going home. There is that stigma that we right. need to erase as a mom, as a, as a working mom. And I think it starts from within. So for me, I've always been vocal. If my child's not work well, I would say, hey, my child's not well. Um, you know, I would make a choice right away. If I come to work, even if my child's okay, I'm not well, yeah. that means it's not as bad as you know everyone perceives right. it to be. And with my current boss, um, I, and actually it's so fresh because last week my kids are, yeah, last week, my kids were not well, and I had to go to certain trainings and he, he, he was just so concerned about my kid. And that for me builds the loyalty as a working mom. Yes. You know, because I just told him, hey, yeah, my kid has not been well. What are you doing? Go home. 
And the first thing he asked me the next day, how's your baby? See? And it works well for me. And that, for me, creates an emotional connection that it builds that loyalty. It builds that trust. Mm -hmm. And I told him, no, it's okay. He said, no, go home. I said, no, it's okay. She's, they're fine. It's cold. I'm sure they're going to be okay. And, you know, I, but again, what is the challenge of a working mom? In our head. Our mindset. That, should I tell him? Should I, will they understand? Will, will this be a minus point in my performance? Mm -hmm. Will that, this mean that I'm always going to be off sick? Because it's in our head. Right. But for me, I don't, I don't care what you think. My kids are what, uh, if my kids need me, I will go there. But there are certain like sometimes when your kid is not well, you have to go there. Or sometimes if it's something that you can manage, you don't have to. Mm -hmm. You know. And when I told him no, my husband's there. He's like, are you sure? I said, yeah, it's okay. You know, I make that choice as a yeah. mom. I don't let others make that choice. If they don't support me, that's not company I want to work for. Right. You know. And there are times where kids have an activity, and I have to be there. And I'll tell him. I'll tell whoever I'm reporting to. That hey, I'm I have to go. I have to be there because I don't want to miss school activities. Also. Yeah, and so far, I've not missed anything yet so far, and that for me is great. You know, so I can miss a lot of activities for others, but not for my kids because as a working mom, that's the reason why I'm here. Yeah, you know, I mean, aside from building a career, I really want to be there for the kids too. Mm -hmm. But it's all about them. It all goes down to us as a mom. Are, am I gonna say something, or I'm gonna stop? I'm gonna hinder, or I'm gonna stop myself based on the mindset I have, because oh, it's gonna affect my thing. If you have yeah. to stop thinking like that, you'll overcome everything as a sure. working mom. And I don't know if that makes sense, but for me, I don't shy away from telling mm -hmm. my bosses that hey, um, if it's not well, yeah, yeah, I need to be there. Sure, you sure. know, I don't shy away, and so far I've been lucky. <laughs> That's amazing. We had a very good discussion and we covered, I think we covered so many topics. So what, what are your takeaways from our um, conversation? Like, what would you recommend uh, to single ladies, to moms? So just like as your feedback, as Abby. For me, as a female, it's really important for us to thrive in the workplace. And we can only thrive if we create a community with each other, yeah. you know? Um, as a woman, it's really important that we connect, we support each other regardless of whatever that is, um, have a straightforward conversation with each other, yes. and like think of it as you're building that relationship. And I love doing that, you know, and I said like that gap year that I had from hospitality was a great opening, I mean it was a, mm -hmm. a great eye opener for me because I've seen that yeah, women can be united. We can all be united and we can thrive in a workplace and we can right. be successful, you know? And I will always take this as a, um, as a, I guess, as a parting message. When my, my grandma passed away, my mom made a eulogy for my grandma. And there was one line that she said that, you made me, uh, thank you for letting me work on my career while you helped me look after my kids. Yeah. And that tells you the power of women helping each other. My mom became so successful, have businesses, and have a thriving career because she had a woman helping her yes. get that. And I think if we support each other as a woman, regardless if we are blood related or not, it it's it's gonna be powerful. You know. Yeah. And that's me. What do you think, Ida? Well, for me, uh, for me, I think that. As women, indeed, there should be an open communication. 
they shouldn't be backstabbing they shouldn't be something which you are holding inside yourself don't hold grudges just speak up and don't be afraid to speak up just uh, as you as you mentioned uh, very nicely Abby, about your mom uh, thanking your grandma because I think all those things if we dig into that they're going from the very childhood from the relation between mother and a daughter and then it goes further further mm -hmm. I mean it's it's a massive complicated topic yeah. it all roots back to the psychology yes. but again as we see like if in case of a young lady she sees a competition she was having those things in her background in her childhood so uh, what I would say just like as uh, one uh, parting message as well so it's just like in order to be united we have to understand where we're coming from yes. and we 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 just need to communicate because communication is a key and uh, we we need to listen to each other because god gave uh, gave us two ears and one mouth so we have to listen more rather than talking and spreading the rumors and just uh, not understanding what the person has behind maybe there is something else so but just again people assume assumptions etc so it's like uh and we all need to understand one thing we're not a competition yes if we want to be really thriving in the dominated male corporate world we have to be united as and one stick to each other and stick to each other support each other and uh lending a hand so it's just like it could be uh, an advice, it could be a moral support, it could be just a tap on the shoulder, mm -hmm. a little teeny tiny thing. So this is how we're gonna thrive. But if we if we gossip, if we talk about uh, each other, if we bad mouth each other, mm -hmm. men don't do that. If they do that, they do it privately. Yes, in, in the their own lounge. cigar lounge, in their <laughs> communities. So yes, but not openly like uh, women. So. Yeah. And this is something which we just, I guess, we just need to learn and take it further. I'm so happy I have you and I can you share too. with you so many things and you really do understand me well, so that's why we're playing. Can yeah, that's why I called you last minute. <laughs> 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 hey, I need this It's alright, I'm here for you. <laughs> okay. Thank you. Yeah. Thank so, you thank so you for the tea, for the Azerbaijani tea. Yes. This is such an amazing tea. It is. You know, so thanks, Jay. <laughs> the sponsor of our session today, Agar Chai, is Mr. Nasibayan. <laughs> Thank you. And hope to see you next time. Yes, we're going to see you next time for sure. And we're going to discuss more interesting topics. And uh, if you have any questions, you are free to comment, to like our videos, to yeah. share with friends. And uh, give us likes, subscribe, do whatever the things are doing now yeah. on social media. Thank and you for watching. Yes. See ya. Toodles. <laughs>